Welcome to DBEX Podcast. The future. Technology and stuff. This is the official podcast of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Sports, 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 sports. From the field to the front office, the ballpark to the broadcast booth, it's time to talk DBEX baseball. I just think about baseball. Here are Greg Schulte. And he rockets one to deep right center. That is long gone. And Steve Berthume. In the gap at the track at the wall, and he's got it, A.J. Pollock, wow! Play ball. From Salt River Field to Talking Stick here in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, this is D-Backs Podcast, the official podcast of the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's our 33rd D-Backs Podcast, Season 2, Episode 8. And as we record this show Wednesday, February 17th, It's a date we have had circled on the old calendar for about four or five months now because today the D-backs officially cut the ribbon on spring training 2016. Pitchers and catchers are here in camp. Everybody who is a pitcher or a catcher is supposed to be here, and they are, so we are formally underway with the baseball season, which is great news. First official workout for pitchers and catchers is tomorrow. Position players report Monday the 22nd, and the first full squad workout here at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick is Tuesday, February 23rd. And remember, fans, all workouts are open to the public. It is free. Come on down. Enjoy the spectacular weather. It is perfect outside right now and the best spring facility in the major leagues. I'm Steve Berthume. On this episode 33, we will talk to David Peralta. The freight train is in the station Diamondbacks outfielder, an extended conversation with David coming up shortly on this program. First, though, let's introduce the man who has been the voice of the Diamondbacks since day one, getting set to begin another season at the D-backs radio booth, the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, the Earl of Grantham. It's the governor, Greg Schulte. Well, let's get going here. You are excited. I am ready. I am ready. You, you have a little bit more. Leo, I think the Gub has a little bit more of a game face. This year yeah, than he has in past springs. I don't think there's any doubt about it. He's uh, <laughs> no, look at what's going on in the field. And I think you both hit you both hit a little time on the calendar where you're just like, okay, yeah, the, enough of the you know the off season. This is let's just get going. Holidays were over. I was ready yeah. to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Boy, just, I've been pacing the room here yeah. for about two months. Also on the program, it's our engineer, our producer, our man about town, the mother of dragons, the Kingslayer, Leo. The bad news, Gil Martin, who, as uh, you may have noticed on the Twitter feed, we're at D-Backs Podcast on the Twitter. You may have noticed Leo is back literally in the men's room of the umpire's dressing room. You are back where you belong. Back in the bathroom. Yep. All good things must come to an end. I can't think of another program like this in which the engineer, the producer, literally sets up his equipment and <laughs> does his job from the restroom. <laughs> yeah, well, some people it sounds like they might be there, but... Um yeah, this is we got to go where we can go where they'll allow us, and well, and we're still close to the action. We got the agility field right outside, right in front of us, and uh, the lunchroom. You yeah. got to go where you can go. That's the whole purpose <laughs> of a bathroom. Good point by you. And we are uh, in the umpires' dressing room, which is right outside the agility field, which is right here in the heart of uh, spring training headquarters. It's t- it's actually a good location for us, though. And if you, if you follow on the Twitter, we tweeted out a video of Leo at his uh, post. So uh, check out our uh, Twitter feed, at D-Backs Podcast, the whole thing. Uh, last night, by the way, was the finale of the 140th annual Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show. Did you watch uh, the dogs at all? Did not. It's a big, big event. People go crazy over this. I thought it was there, yeah. Uh, the favorite to win best the one in Joe show. used to yeah. uh, host, correct? 
Oh, yeah? Yeah. No kidding. Joe did that for years. The favorite to win the best in show, which was last night, was a German shepherd named Rumor. Uh, she was hoping to go out in grand style and retire after last night's finale. A Rumor did not win. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It was a little bit of an upset. CJ, the German short-haired pointer out of California, was a best dog. What was interesting, though, is that they announced to the reporters covering this event, please do not rush onto the field, as it were, when the winner is announced. Apparently, the reporters covering this thing used to sort of like storm the court <laughs> and apparently rush to interview the dog, which made no sense. So they had to make an announcement, don't go on the field where the dogs are to ask your question. So, Leo, if you were there covering, if we sent you next year, would you run out and ask the dog a question? What would you do? No, I want to go. I want to talk to uh, who got upset. Um, not, rumor, yeah, rumor. Yeah. I want. That's what I want to go. So I'm going away from the crowd. I'm going away from away away from the uh, the beaten path. So Was Bow Wow there, or Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg, <laughs> and, and plus, wouldn't I, that be something? That Snoop and his entourage showed up at the <laughs> Westminster Kennel and, Club. And I do. Show? I do tend to follow rules. So yeah. So if they said no storm in the court. I don't storm the court. Yeah, you're not a no, you're not a not rebel. A, not a rule. You record. are not a rebel at all. No. Uh, a lot going on here this week. 2016 baseball season officially underway. Diamondbacks single game regular season tickets went on sale yesterday morning, and today the pitchers and catchers are here. And Fan Fest is coming up Saturday. We'll have details on that for you, and the specific details about how Fan Fest will work coming up a bit later. We will all be there. That's always a, f- a really fun day, actually. That's sort of when it. Really feels mm-hmm. like okay, it's baseball season. People are in the park and we're walking it around. It really is cool. And think about it, we hold probably one of the latest in yeah. all of baseball because we can. We're here. The other teams are reporting to either Arizona or Florida, yeah. so they've had their you know their uh, yeah. well, fan it, fest already it, out yeah. of the way. Remember, we used to do it with the caravan, yeah. which we did yeah. you know a few weeks ago, which was similar. Uh, which a lot of the other teams do. They do mm-hmm. their convention and then they go and do their caravan and uh, you just travel around the state. Yeah. How about that? First group I traveled with was Mark da- 1998. I had Mark Davis and Jorge Fabregas. Oh, yeah. I yeah. remember going yeah. with uh, – I know Buck was part of our uh, – part of my group, and I can't remember – gosh darn it, I can't remember who else was with us. I, I think I might have had Shirls with me also. I want to say Travis might have been with me because I know we went to Vegas. We went to a couple, a couple big spots. So How'd that go? It went well. Vegas, huh? <laughs> Vegas. Vegas we with did Buck. Vegas, actually. Vegas with I did Buck Vegas and, two or three times myself. Yeah. He's good to Vegas yeah. and Albuquerque and, of course, uh, all around the great state of Arizona. Well, everybody, fans, players, media, us, uh, everybody's excited about the prospects for this season. All the new jerseys are hanging up in the clubhouse right next to us. Zach Greinke's jersey is up there, among others. And uh, Tony LaRusso said the other day he is all fired up to see if we're good enough to win enough games to contend first. Good enough to get into October, and then good enough to get into that final tournament, meaning deep into the postseason. So that's the big question here. Speaking of that, the Pocota rankings came out today from Baseball Prospectus. Everybody's now, ripping them. Yeah, well, except the teams are picking them. Justifiably, remember the Pocota rankings come out from Baseball Prospectus, and they're a preseason prediction of who's going to win how many games and lose how many. You'll recall last year, I think they said the Royals would win 74 games, 76 games, something like that. Of course, they did a lot better. Uh, this year, Pakoda picks uh, the Royals actually to come in last in the AL Central, which is <laughs> so that theme continues. So that should tell you what this is worth, frankly. But uh, just to. Have they ever gotten anything right? Uh, you know, it's a good question. Just to cross, uh, cross the T's and dot the I's in the whole thing. Pakoda says the Diamondbacks this year 
will finish with a record of 78 and 84. So actually one game worse than than we were last year. And one game better than Milwaukee. They say the best team in Major League Baseball will be the Dodgers, who will win 94 games. Oh, boy. Yeah. They say Dodgers 94 win, Giants 87 wins, D-backs 78 wins. Then the Padres, then the Rockies. You know, why such a description? The Dodgers, I I guess if everything went right for the Dodgers, they conceivably could win 94 games. But saying that Kansas City... It's well, amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I you mean, think they would have learned last year. I, I don't know. They say the Royals will go 76 and 86. Which is fewer wins than the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Right? 78, you said? Yeah. Yeah. We won 79 last year. We're for 78 this year, according to Pakoda. They say the Cubs will win, uh, go 92 and 70. Don't they have the Cleveland Indians winning some? They have the Cleveland total? Indians winning the AL Central with a record of 92 and 70. 92 wins for Cleveland. Now, I like their pitching. I don't know who's going to play the outfield for them. They might have the best starting rotation in baseball. Yeah, maybe they've got good pitching. Well, pitching will win you a lot. But it's funny, as you mentioned, the teams that have the best starting pitching, like Tampa Bay, has a very good rotation. Mm-hmm. They say the Rays will win the AL East, ninety-one and seventy-one. Uh, the Indians have an excellent rotation. They're winning the Central. Pakota has the Astros winning the West, eighty-eight seventy-four. Well, they got the Mets. They have the Mets winning the NL East, ninety and seventy-two. Nationals at eighty-seven and seventy-five. Uh, Cubs, as I said, 92, Dodgers, 94. So that's Pakoda. Well, there's about six teams in the National League that are, are not going to be around. Oh, yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because the guy in Vegas who does the, the lines, the over-unders, the win totals, came out with uh, his thing recently. And uh, the bookmakers have weighed in. The first casino sports book to post season win totals for wagering every year is the Atlantis Casino in Reno, Nevada, which is, of course, home of the AAA Reno Aces. That's coincidence, not irony. Uh, Steve Mickelson is the Atlantis Sportsbook Director. And he said, Gub, what you just said, he believed the National League is eight teams really fighting for the five postseason spots. The rest are rebuilding or tanking, however you want to phrase it. So you're right. And we talked about that a couple of weeks ago. But uh, the lack of parity makes the league interesting. So I thought we'd do win totals this year. So this is what Vegas says the Diamondbacks will do. The over-under for Diamondback wins, according to the Atlantis uh, Casino in Reno, I should say, not Vegas, Reno, is 84-and-a-half. So, Leo, over-under, Diamondback wins, 84-and-a-half. I'm going to take the over. I really, I, I honestly, I think we're going to be upwards of 88 to, uh, to 90. I think we're... Well, they won 79 last yeah. year. I look with the additions they've made. That's definitely an over. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's a fair. That's yeah. a fair over-under number. Yeah. Because you want to be, obviously, if you're right. taking bets on this stuff, you want to be right on the number, right on the you fence. Lo- you look at the problem area last year was a starting rotation. What have they done to the, that starting rotation? They've made it extremely better. Mm-hmm. Now, you're banking on the offense being what it was last year, maybe even better. Uh, the defense to play comparable, if not better. Um so, yeah, I think uh, the 84, you got to take the uh, the above on that. And a better starting rotation is going to make the bullpen that yeah. much better yeah. because the bullpen, Less as we saw, got wore out last year. Uh, just for fun, by the way, what team do you think that uh, the Atlanta Sportsbook says will win the most games in the major leagues this year? I think you'll be surprised. What team will win the most I was games? Gonna, I was going to guess Cubs. Um, you talking about the National League or in all of baseball? All of baseball. The Atlanta Sportsbook – uh, which team will win the most games according to the sports book? Has the highest over/under number? What is he going to say? Boston Cubs is second. 
Uh, It's a shocker. How about Detroit? Giants. Giants. Atlantis has the Giants over under at 90 wins. Uh, They could win 90. They could. I would take the under. I don't know about Pagan's knees holding up. I don't know about Span's medicals yeah. holding up. I don't know what you're going to get I from Matt Cain or Jake Peavy. Yeah, after three, it's pretty tricky. And the bullpen Their bullpen's is, good. They lost Machi. They lost Affelt. It's good. Got a lot of hard throwers, but I could see the Dodgers. I could see the Dodgers finishing third in this division this year easily. Dodgers? Or, pardon the me, Giants. the Giants. Yeah. Giants at 90 wins. Dodgers 87. Diamondbacks 84 and a half. Padres 74, Rockies 68 and a half. I heard uh, a couple of rumors this morning. They were on uh, the MLB network. They were talking about Pedro Alvarez. Ken Rosenthal said he thought he'd be a good fit with Mark Reynolds at first base in Colorado. Could you imagine if they got Alvarez and Desmond <laughs> on that? But they would they would play those games in Colorado would be a minimum of four hours because they're going to score a ton of runs and yeah. they're going to give up a ton of runs. I. Uh, no one seems to know what the Rockies are doing. I don't think they know what they're doing. They're, they're they don't trying, look like they do, that's for see, sure. See, they try and figure it out, and it, we don't need to spend a lot of time on this. They try and figure out the altitude. <laughs> they go out and they get all these certain type of pitchers. That doesn't work. Okay, let's go out to blasting the baseball and outscoring everybody. And that's what they've gotten back to again this year. They did nothing to improve their pitching. Well, they did. they added to the bullpen. They added to the bullpen. Okay. They got Jake McGee. They got Moth. They got a couple other guys. But yeah, you're gonna I, work those guys in the third and fourth inning exactly. when the starters are out. I'm with you. What they have a lot of young pitchers. Yeah. That's what they have to do. Try and develop young starting pitching. That's and really you know, all they can and do. They got out of Colorado Springs a couple of years ago, uh, which I thought is all, was almost kind of a good spot to develop their young pitching because of the altitude already. You're going to be used to it to pitching in Denver, but. I think they went to uh, – did they go to Albuquerque? Yeah, I think they did because the yeah. Dodgers left, yeah. right? So well, Anyway, that's the Rockies. So uh, Atlanta Sportsbook, 84.5 for the Diamondbacks. We're all taking the over, right? Yep. Well, one reason why is uh, our next guest, what a year he had, oh, what a career it's super. been. And let's talk to him about his journey to the major leagues and the Diamondbacks, David Peralta. All right, friends, it is time – Ladies and gentlemen, our first guest tonight is, uh, he's so good. Celebrities are here in profusion, one after another. Not only superstars, but really super people. My guest. My guest. Would you welcome him, please? Well, we are back in the umpire's dressing room. Uh, Leo Gilmartin back in his usual spot, as we mentioned earlier. And the freight train has arrived at the station, David Peralta is with us on D-Back's podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? How are you? I'm excited to get going. I know you are. I'm uh, really excited, too. This was the first winter in a long time where you didn't play winter ball at home in Venezuela. What was your off-season schedule like? I mean, I was taking a lot of rest. I didn't do too much. I was trying to get better or heal my, my wrist about my injury. And I was doing some rehab in Florida. And, you know, in the beginning of November, I was starting to work out again to get my body in shape again. Now, for fans that forget, because, Gub, I forgot this, too, that you injured, it was the right wrist, right? Yes, yes. On a diving catch? Yeah. It was the final week of the season or so, mm-hmm. right? That was the, yeah, the last game against Colorado at home. Gotcha. So what did they tell you about that? How is the wrist doing? I mean, it's 100% right now. They just basically, basically say, hey, it's going to take a long time to heal because we have to be careful with that. 
So, hey, just take it easy. Don't don't play the winter ball. So we just want to make sure everything's good. So that's what it did. But what? right now it's all good. Was it ligaments? Yeah. Bone? What, what, yeah, what? it was a ligament. Thank God I didn't broke anything. So yeah. it was, yeah, I was kind of scared because when I feel that little pop or something, I was like, okay, for sure it's broke. But nothing happened, so I'm good to go. I remember that day. I thought, yeah. oh, no. Yeah, yeah you didn't want that, especially, you know, tail end of the season like that. Where you are right now, take us back about 10 years when you were in the Cardinal organization. Did you ever think you would be sitting here talking about hitting instead of pitching? Well, no. Who would have thought that? <laughs> I mean, for me, well, it's been, it's been amazing for me, you know, all this thing I've been blessing. And right now I'm just living my dream, you know. Every day I'm just come to the ballpark, enjoying my day, and forget about what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm just going to live my my today and then worry about tomorrow. remember a couple of years ago, Tony La Russa went down and, and saw you play in Mobile, and there was a need for an outfielder. And Tony said, we're going to bring up the best guy that I see right now that can play and help this ball club, and that was you. That had to be a, a real boost to, to your ego right there. <laughs> well, yeah, from Tony La Russa, yeah. But, you know, that's, you know, I play my game hard every day. You know, I give it my 100% for my team, and that's the way I play. That's the way I am. Nobody going to change that. But it, it's an amazing story because yeah. everything that you've accomplished now and where you are, which is a, an all-star caliber player, has come as the result of your own hard work. It's it's not been – look, the stars aligned clearly where it worked out to get you here, but you're here because you've put in the time and the effort and you've been through so much on your own. Yeah, yeah. like you say, I've been through a lot in the ball. And for me it was kind of like – hard time I was telling all the time myself like what else do I need to do to you know to get back to athletic team <clears throat> and well like I always say I'll never give up I was trying to do my best all year every year and when you do the right thing a lot of good things gonna comes up so Arizona D-Bat gave me the opportunity which I appreciate all the time and and here I am. You know, injuries are never a good thing, but for you, it, it probably came at the – if you are going to get injured, it probably came at the right time of your life because you were young. And, I mean, you could still kind of change directions if you want because you're playing in the big leagues, and you're still not 30 years old, so you yeah. made a rapid rise back from pitching to hitting. Well, I got released from the Cardinal when I was 21 years old, just turning 21. And I was, you know, with my family and my wife, and I said, hey, I'm still young. I still can give it a try. And that's what I did. I give it a try and see. I mean, I had my top time. I said, hey, I was 25 years old. Nothing happened. I said, okay, just give me one more year and see what's going to happen. And boom, yeah, I got the chance. Now, your wife, Jordan, is one of your biggest fans, obviously. But I see her all the time tweeting stuff out. She's a great supporter of yours. I imagine a great cheerleader. Uh, what has it been like for you to go through this journey with her as as your sort of support system well she's been the best for me you know she always supported me no matter what when i start to looking for my dream going to play to the independent ball when i went to work at mcdonald's to get some money to drive from florida to texas because she's going through all this too yeah 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 she was working and we have we were having like a little hard time about you know the payments of the house and everything, you know, bills, because sure. everybody has to pay the bills. And, but she was there. Sometimes, you know, she was getting kind of frustrated. Hey, what's going on? And I was like, hey, give me time. Give me some time. It's going to happen. I can feel it. I, got, I, I, I feel it that I'm on the right track. 
She was okay, okay, okay. So when I make it to the big league, I told her, I told you, we were gonna, I was gonna happen, and she was so excited. But she's been the best for me, and you know, it's good to be to have her at my side because it's one of you know one of those days when I don't do well in the field because it's gonna happen to everybody. When I come home, she just with me and support me and say, don't worry, tomorrow's gonna be another day. Sometimes she said, "Hey, why do you swing that pitch? Come on!" <laughs> and I was like, "Really? After all for four? <laughs> but now she's the best. She's the best, and she knows about baseball because she used to play a softball player. And well, you look at your numbers she's last lived year. it with you, yeah. Yeah. Three twelve, three seventy one on base percentage, slug five twenty two, uh, walk forty four times. And I think the thing that was impressive for us down the stretch, especially, you got a chance to play on a regular basis at the end of the year, even beyond before that. But you got a chance to face more left-handed pitching. You got better and better against lefties. Yeah, exactly. That's what I ask, the opportunity. I mean, the more I play, the better I'm going to get. And the more I face lefty, I'm going to learn from them, and I'm going to make my adjustment. So they gave me the opportunity, and I was doing better. So that's that's all I ask, opportunity. You just give me the chance, and I'm going to do my best. But that part of your game, which has improved against the left-hand pitchers, has allowed you to become the cleanup hitter. Mm-hmm which is really important in this lineup as a left-hand bat. There aren't too many. And now you're the guy behind Goldie in that four spot, which has been sort of, I don't want to call it a problem area, Gub, but they've tried different yeah. people in there. And you seem to be, at this point, the perfect fit. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like, uh, it's not easy for me, you know, hitting behind Goldie. I have to be really prepared for that. But at the same time, I'm not trying to think too much. I'm just, hey, I'm going to play my game. If I got the opportunity to help Goldie if he sometimes because he's not going to bring all the runs, you know, yeah. sometimes he needs some help. So if, it, if it's going to be me, I'm going to do it, you know. Uh, curious, how did you find out about uh, the Diamondbacks signing of Zach Greinke? Where were you? How surprised were you? Uh, I was excited about that, you know, because last year against Hang, I was 0 for 8, 0 for 6. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was. So okay. that gets you up to 322. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was here in Arizona for the um, – for the uniform thing. Mm, yeah. yeah. So I was in the hotel and I saw I was watching MLB Network and I saw the news and I was like, wow, that was a good move. That was a big move for us and we're going to be good. I mean, even last year we were good. It's just, you know, about time. It's just, you know, we just have to be patient. We just learned from last year. So we're just going to get better this year and we're going to be better this year. Part of the moves here in the off season was acquiring Shelby Miller. I know you and Ender were really, really close. It, two Venezuelans, you guys came up through this sort of system, almost like brothers, it seems like. You were always together. How was it to lose him as a teammate? Well, as a teammate, he's a great teammate. For me, like you said, we were always together. And, I mean, it was it's a little sad, but sure. it is what it is. I mean, on the other side of the baseball, this is a business. So it's going to happen Always going to happen, I don't know, but but it's good. I mean, we're going to care about who's going to come to our team. So good, um, good luck to him. I wish you the best with the new team, and I know he's going to be good, but right now we have to be focusing who we get from, from another team. Yeah. And it, Yeah, we got a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. no doubt about it with Shelby yeah. Miller coming over. Yeah. Have Chip Hill and, and Dave McKay talked about you or where they want you? Are you going to be in right field? Are you going to be in left field? We originally heard left field, but now we're hearing more maybe Yasmani in left and you in right. Well, you know, I, I have to talk, well, I hear about that, something about that too. I mean, I'm going to be ready for anything. I mean, I can play left, center field, right field. Obviously, AJ Paul is going to play center field. But I tell them, hey, whatever you guys are going to put me, 
if I'm in the line now, I'm going to be good. That's all I want to be in the line now. I can play anywhere. What's the difference playing the two outfield spots left and right? For Or is there a big one? Well, you know, I, my first year I played right field. This year I played, uh, last year I played <clears throat> left field. So for me, it's, it's kind of the same. You know, I just have to make adjustments, different angles, but yeah. it doesn't matter. I like that. Yeah, it doesn't matter for me. I'm <laughs> hey. just, just going to play and go over there and do I my like best. that. It's better than being a Wichita wingnut, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what, what was – take us through, David. What is it like to play independent ball? I mean, we hear bus rides and fast food and bad hotels, but but what what is it like, really? How how hard is well, it? Well, for me, it was, it was a good time. I mean, I had a lot of – so much fun playing independent ball, learning from a lot of people because it's a lot of guys, experienced guys. So I was learning – and, I mean, bus driver was kind of like, you know, that's kind of like, you know, really bad. Texas but is a big state. <laughs> exactly. Well, some, with Wichita, we were driving from Wichita to Canada, Ugh. which Holy was cow. like 22 dri about bus drive. I don't know, 22 hours, something like that. So it's not, it's not really fun, but it and is what it is. So in Texas, you were Amarillo, right? Amarillo, yeah. yeah. So I've we have to there. travel a lot. We just kind of bus that you have to be sitting and, you know. Try to deal with that drive. Wow. And it's it's all guys, like you were, hoping to somehow catch on and, and get noticed and sign with an organization. Because in, independent yeah. ball is literally you're not affiliated with any team. Yeah. And so it's a whole bunch of guys hoping to be discovered, right? Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's what you're hoping for. You know, trying to do your best, which for me, I had a, like, I was two years doing really good average and everything and I was like nothing nothing I was kind of getting you know a little frustrated but I was like at the same time I was okay the time is gonna come you just have to be patient and be ready when it comes just take it and you had a relationship with the D-back scout who ended up signing you right Carminucci, Chris Carminucci. and yeah. you got you would go hey I was three for four last night hello <laughs> yeah something like that well during spin training I was text him every day like hey any spot any spot nothing no but you're on the list so I went to the Amarillo, and I remember one day, he, I think it was in May, he said, hey, I'm going to be in Amarillo in July to see you play and everything. I was like, okay, cool, cool. I was doing really good. One day he texted me. Oh, he called me, mm -hmm. and I thought he was going to say, hey, I'm here, so tomorrow I'm going to go see you play. And then he just said, hey, we just got your contract, so you're going to go play in high A. I was like was crying because I was excited to because that's what I wanted. And I was really excited. So that was in July when I went to Vesalia to play for two months. And what was that moment like with Jordan when you got to tell her? Oh, well, I called her. She was excited and said, hey, there it is. So step by step. So we just got the sign that I wanted, the opportunity that I wanted. So we're just going to keep going. So and she started to believe. Well, it, she was believing with me. It's always great when, when people – hold out hope and try and try and try and then they see that hope realized in that in that moment after all the, the the trials and tribulations we've all been there at different points in our lives with different things it's just it's so much fun to hear about that when it finally does pay off and you cross that goal line yeah exactly i mean definitely it's paying off right now and all the hard work dedication the support from my family so it's i'm really happy right now and i'm just i'm not gonna let it go just curious, any teammates on that independent team or guys you played against that uh, are in the big leagues right now? Oh, let me think. I well, you know what they call them? <laughs> no, the the scouts call them Sasquatch. Oh, really? I heard this from a couple of scouts. Oh, really? Because around in the scouting community, because I'm friends with some of the scouts, they call him Bigfoot. Because <laughs> No, because... 
Do you have all these scouts? And there's a reason for it. Do you have all these scouts watching all these independent ball teams and players and leagues trying to find Bigfoot, right. you know, who's this yeah. mystery thing out in the woods somewhere, and every once in a while somebody snaps a picture of Bigfoot. You're Bigfoot. You're the one guy that they found yeah. and turned into an yeah, all-star type right player. Bigfoot freight train. Wow. <laughs> but, you know, that shows you right there that the difficulty of getting to the major leagues yeah, and, and getting back to professional baseball because there's so many good players out there who maybe don't get an opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And, and for me – I know I just had one shot. That's how they gave me the opportunity, and I know okay, it's one shot. If it's if you don't do well, you have to go home. They don't say that. I was me. I was thinking about that uh -huh. way, so I was like, I have to give everything. You know, it's not it's, it's not going to be a second chance. And it's that effort that I and I always said this before I came up with the freight train thing for you, which is really caught. I, you're wearing the shirt. I, I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you like it first. Uh, yeah, I like it. But I, I would always say, God, I love watching David Peralta run the bases because he runs the bases like a runaway freight train that's broken <laughs> down the tracks because it's not some little thin, speedy guy. I mean, you're a big guy. Yeah. And you work up that head of steam going first to third, and here comes the freight train. <laughs> and I love that. It's really fun to watch. And, and I heard and read that that's what Kevin Towers first noticed about you when he saw you in camp and, and turned to somebody and said, does he always run the bases like that? that? But it's that kind of effort that got you here is my point. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, my, game, my game time. You know, go hard every time, 100%. There's nothing you're going to lose if you play hard. You know, it's going to make you look good. Something's going to happen. So I like to play hard every time. You, uh, you stole nine bases. Dave McKay likes the running game. Chip Hill likes the running game. Would you like to run a little bit more? Yeah. Well, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. I can run. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going to run if they need me to run all the time. So uh, that's why I prepare myself in the offseason, work hard all the time to be ready for this one season. But, but that's the thing about this ball club. They're so athletic. Yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody pretty much can hit. Everybody can defend. And everybody can run. Yeah. And that's a nice uh, combination. Yeah, there. if you always run hard the base, you're going to put pressure to their defense. Their defense so something's going to happen. Mm -hmm. How did the team, do you think, last year change from Kirk Gibson to Chip Hale? What, what was different about things? It was different. You know, uh, well, when I, when I came my first year in the big league with Kirk Gibson, just get to know him for, you know, I think it was um, for three months, two, four mm -hmm. months. Yeah. yeah. So... I didn't get to know him a lot, but he was a really nice guy with Chip Hill. We got along last year. He started, you know, was his first year, so he, he was trying to adjust to us, and we're trying to adjust to him, and we make a, I mean, good team. Everything was good. I mean, it's not too much different, but it's, it's all good. Everything's good, and, and I like him. I mean, he gave me the opportunity, and I appreciate that, and, and I respect that. We hear so much about Dave McKay as, as one of the best, if not the best, first base coaching baseball. Uh, he's also the guy who handles the running game and the guy who handles the outfielder. What little tidbits or what? how has he made a difference in you defensively in the outfield oh, since yeah. coming over? Dave McKay, yeah. For me, he, he's being like all in defense and running and everything. He helped me a lot about outfielder, about running. How, learn how to steal base, which I don't steal too much. Steal too much base, but I'm working on it. Mm -hmm. But he, he's, I mean, he's watching me every every little thing. And sometimes when I get to the to the dog, I say, "Hey, this little thing, this, and you're gonna this term and everything." So he always trying to help everybody. 
to get better, and he's helping me a lot. So uh, I thank every day to him to what what he done for me. How how does this group? Do you think? I look, it's the first day, so it's hard to predict too much. But how do you think this team stacks up with the Dodgers? Because let's just make it about the Dodgers for right now, because that's the big rivalry here. We'll get to the Giants later, but. The Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, what's it like to play in those games? How are they different, and how do you think they'll go this year? Well, for me, I don't care which team we're going to play. I'm just going to play the same game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Dodgers, well, it's in our division. We have to, you know, trying to be their team. But, I mean, we're going to be good. I mean, last year, okay, we've, we're going to forget about last year. This year, we're going to try. We're going to f- be focusing and beat this team, no matter who's in the mound. Uh, Kershaw, all oh, those guys. So we don't care. We're just gonna be playing hard all the time. Because if we 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 play as a team all together, we're gonna be any team. Yeah, those games are different though, because their are. fans come into our park. Yeah. They're wearing blue. They're sitting over there yeah. behind first base. And There'll be a lot more of the uh, Sedona red though. Yeah, yeah. a whole lot. More. <laughs> we're gonna get yeah. a lot of fans this year. Yeah, yeah. The crazy thing too about that Dodgers rotation, they could have four, maybe even five lefties. Yeah, that's going to be tough for you. They got all lefties. I'm bringing all ready. Right? Yeah, I know that. So I'm going to be ready. <laughs> well, you've been great to yeah. give us so much time. We sure appreciate it. Tell me about uh, before I forget about. I read about this <laughs> in the off season. Your entire arm now is dedicated to Venezuela. You got the whole thing going there. This tattoo. Tell us about that. Well, I got my tattoo. I mean, I got a like half sleeve. I got a clock, which is mean the time of God's perfect. Uh-huh. And the time is like 3.08, which is um, the 3.08 Venezuelan to make it to the big league, 308. Okay. Yeah. So uh, he's got a tattoo. Uh, this is audio, obviously, yeah. but right. he's got a tattoo about from the top of your right shoulder all the way down yeah. to the elbow, and the top is a big clock with the time set to yeah. 3.08. Now, how did you figure out you were the 308th Venezuelan to play in the big leagues? Well, they put in the news in Venezuelan newspaper. Oh, there you go. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty easy. But that's part of it. And then there's a Venezuelan yeah. flag and a whole yeah. lot of other stuff going on there. Yeah, I got the little thing that I always say, like, never give up. Stay focused. Stay positive. Stay strong. Great things. Take, Take time. time. And I put on my June 1st, 2014. That was your debut? Yes. I remember because like May 31st is when A.J. got mm-hmm. hit on the hand by yeah. Johnny Cueto yeah. and I because rem- you had not been in big league camp that spring. Nope. And I remember when you came up, we said, Who, who's, who's that guy? Yeah, <laughs> No, we did. Yeah, I know. No, I mean, no offense. We said, who's no, no, David Peralta? He wasn't even in camp, was he? And we started looking. And, oh, he was in minor league camp. And but didn't you play some games? Didn't yeah, you a couple of times. Yeah, you know, and you know, yeah, you right. had some good A.B.s. Yeah. I remember that. But then yeah. he came up and he yeah. hit. What did you do? You hit in your first six, seven games? It was like two Se- hits. Seven. Well, the first game was two for four. Mm-hmm. And then I got like seven on a game streak. And almost everyone was a multi-hit game. Yeah. I remember that. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Like, wow, they knew what they were doing when they brought this guy <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> well, it's a long way from uh, St. Louis, uh, where you were, to uh, Phoenix, Arizona. But uh, we're, hope- we're hoping you're here a long time. Congratulations on uh the way it's gone, and uh, spring training's just starting, but it should be a fun one. Uh, it's going to be fun. And we'll we'll tweet out some pictures of the tattoo, if that's okay. Uh, so, no, so that's good, yeah. So folks yeah. can see what we're talking about. Thanks okay. so much, man. We Thank really appreciate it. Thank you for having it. me. Thank you. Thanks, David. Thanks. David Peralta. Big day coming up Saturday at Chase Field, our 12th annual Subway D-backs Fan Fest. Big and we, we are all set, man. This is This could be the best one ever. I think it should be the best one ever. Admission is free. It runs from noon to 4, and there is a dizzying list of events all lined up for FanFest this year. Everyone will be there, with the lone exception of the moral compass, Mike Farron. 
who will uh, be performing a wedding. Still disappointing. Yeah, not a good start. Going to be performing <laughs> it, huh? Yeah. What do you know? There's a word for that. Efficient. Uh, Efficient. Yes. Efficient. Thank you. Good. Nice. Nice pull, Leo. I'm on top of these things. You are. To the man in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, among the highlights you can expect at FanFest this year, fans can hit in the batting cages, player autographs, and photo sessions. There's a 50-50 raffle. The Diamondbacks Foundation yard sale with game-used memorabilia for sale. The Majestic Team Shop will be open if you need D-backs gear with the new colors and designs and stuff. The Family Fun Zone with the speed pitch, t-ball, wiffle ball, other interactive baseball activities. Arizona Sports 98.7 FM will be broadcasting live from the field all day long. And we're going to have two hours ourselves. You, yep. uh, myself, Candy, and uh, BB. BB will be here, yeah. too. Yeah, he'll be flying BB sighting. In. Yeah, nice. He'll be flying in. Uh, I saw him the other day. He looked like uh, Tom Hanks in Castaway. I'm wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering about the beard. I'm wondering, is he going to go beard? Or will, he, will I, he be? I tell you, last week in L.A., man, he had that thing in full beard <laughs> form. He, he did look like he'd been on an island with a volleyball for three months. Remember that's a remember Wilson the volleyball Wilson, absolutely. Sure. Okay. How can you forget Wilson? I just want to make sure. That's one of my favorite movies. Castaway. Every time that's on, I, if I'm flipping, I'll, I'll just stay and watch that. There's that one scene where he has to yank his tooth out that I can't watch. Eh, that, that didn't bother. With me. an ice skate. I liked it when he kicked Wilson out of the cave. Wilson. <laughs> that's sad when Wilson floats Wilson. away on the yeah. raft. Yeah, that's yeah, a that sad, sad moment. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be broadcasting live all day. We'll see you there. Prizes from Subway. The list of players attending is just too long to mention here, in fact. But I, I will tell you, we'll have special audience question and answer sessions on stage with the fans. I'll be hosting a group, uh, Nick Ahmed, Jake Lamb, and Chris Owings. That's the first Q&A at 1230. I've got uh, D. Hall, Tony LaRusso, and Dave Stewart. And before that, Derek's going to interview Paul Goldsmith and A.J. Pollock. And you have another one with Chip, too, right? I've got Chip, and then I've also got uh, the uh, – the alumni, Matt Williams, uh, Luis Gonzalez, and Mark Grace. Oh, that's a fun group. Yeah. I have one at 2.30. How about this? Patrick Corbin, Shelby Miller, and Zach Greinke. Yes, Zach Greinke will be there Saturday on stage Big. with us. So come down and see Zach Greinke. That'll be cool. I didn't see Shelby here. Well, it's report day. He's got, uh, he'll be here. Uh, so that's coming up Saturday. Don't forget, fans, noon to 4, Chase Field. Admission is absolutely free. So we hope to see you there. 25,000 last year. Should be even more this year. We could year. not find an available bathroom to do a podcast from, so unfortunately. Yeah, our efforts uh, yep. fell, short. fell short. I just saw something here that uh, I got uh, from the Diamondbacks. FanFest voucher pre-sale opportunity. D-Back Insiders will have an exclusive pre-sale opportunity to purchase Subway D-Backs FanFest autograph vouchers Thursday, February 18th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, $5 proceeds benefiting the Arizona Diamondbacks Foundation. And you'll be prevented to select a maximum of one table per session and two vouchers per table. There's also a thing. If you sign up for season tickets or the D-backs uh, Give Back Jersey program, you can get in at 11 a.m. Yeah. instead of noon. So you get in an hour early, right. which means if you, if you want to buy some of the stuff, and the stuff on sale, I mean, if you're a baseball person, the stuff that's on sale down on the field is it's like Christmas. Yeah. And I think you mentioned it's free to the public. As yeah, it always absolutely is. Yeah. free. But if you're a if season ticket holder right. or you sign up, you can get in at eleven right. and you get early access. And so obviously, and that's always beneficial. Yeah, first in line to buy mm -hmm. the bats and the balls and all that stuff. Uh, another important piece of business, guys. The Diamondbacks have launched as of this week. What is really a an a 
impressively comprehensive marketing campaign for the 2016 season. You've been hearing about this for a while, but now it's really in full swing. And you'll see a lot more of it. And we encourage fans to join the evolution. And this is all over everything. It's on the Twitter with the hashtag and the whole thing. A fully integrated campaign. It's print. It's radio. It's digital. It's on TV. It's outdoors with billboards. You can see all the videos that they put together and all the social elements of the Join the Evolution campaign. It all started with the new uniforms. And they have set up a special website that you can go to which is, by the way, great to buy your season tickets on. Mm -hmm. They got a great, it, it's so easy to use this site, it's tremendous. But you can go see all the videos they put together from the fashion show. Very slick. It, it's, I mean, the production element on this thing is tremendous. So it's at dbacks.com slash evolution. So that's where you can join the evolution. And when you go on there, you see the exclusive content, the videos, all the new uniform combos. You can join the social media networks dbacks.com slash evolution. Now, Leo, I understand, as the production value of this show continues to raise, that you have a little snippet of what fans can expect when they log on to dbacks.com evolution. Fingers crossed. All right, so this is one of the videos. Now, you have to imagine, this is it has kind of like a Game of Thrones. This is the audio of the video. This is the audio of the video. This is the best we could do. Yes. But you have to imagine, it's very Game of Thronesy, and there's great shots of Goldie and David Peralta and A.J. Pollock and everybody in the new uniforms doing impressive baseball things. And it's a very dramatic video. It gets you fired up. So this is what it sounds like. Leo, if you would, please. The cries to unite are growing. The competitors have gathered bonded by cause and by colors they shall unite as one to conquer lands far and wide to make victory theirs your 2016 arizona diamondbacks join the evolution How about that? Huh? That was the D-backs podcast band in the background there. <laughs> Is that Game of Thrones or what, man? I big mean, that's big league. You're, again, you're that's north of the wall. You know what that is? That's north of the wall right there. No idea. Uh, you it's, guys, you it's guys, me, it's cool. It's epic. It, it gets you goosebumps. Guys, it gets you fired up. Got to get on the Game of Thrones thing. But if you log on to dbacks.com/evolution, you you see all these videos they've put together, and it's great. It's really good. You can also, I think, it's become one of the best places to look into buying tickets because you can purchase single-game tickets to any D-backs regular season home game at the site, dbacks.com slash evolution. And the campaign, really a call to action for Diamondback fans all over the world. You can tweet about the Diamondbacks on the Twitter. We encourage all of you, if you do, if you're on the Twitter, use the hashtag, hashtag join the evolution, all one word, obviously, join the evolution, dbacks.com slash evolution. A reminder, D-Backs spring training tickets are on sale right now. You can get them online, dbacks.com slash spring, or here at the Salt River Fields box office, spring opener March 1st against the University of Arizona. That's hard to believe. In like 10 days, we're going to be playing games. Yeah. Which will be available on the web. Yep. And then two weeks from today, today we first, will have our uh, first, radio, first broadcast. radio broadcast. When's Megacast this year? Megacast is still in beta. <laughs> wow, you and your this is the you're, you're really raised your tech game here this this week i'm impressed my dream gov as you know megacast is to broadcast both ends of the split squad day night doubleheader 
and do one yeah. big long game, mega yeah. cast, and and do it early in spring when there are 88 <laughs> players on each team. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep track of yeah. 160 guys, can't you? Yeah, it becomes Jones and Smith and Allen. He hasn't, real quick. A, he hasn't asked for that in like yeah. in August or or no. September when no. we we're a little dragging. So, I'm telling you, mega cast, not going to happen. It's still on the burner. No. Regular season single game tickets went on sale as of yesterday, Tuesday. So if you want a ticket to any game, get on it, man, because you're going to go fast, especially for some of these Saw big series. Saw a bunch series. of Yankee fans out at the ballpark oh, yesterday buying tickets. Good. Yeah, Yankees are coming here. Well, well New York Yankees. Yeah. Good the fans are out there buying, but not necessarily that the Yankee fans. It's well, an hey, we'll take from them. A-Rod. Well, you, you know, Giants series, Dodgers series, Yankees, Cubs. If you were, if you were buying uh, tickets to uh, a single – what, what, what series would you go? Mets would be pretty attractive with what they're bringing in. Now Yankees, is all, are they're always attractive. Hard to you pass know, the Giants and the Dodgers. Giants yeah, Dodgers I'll stick to the meat Giants and potatoes, Dodgers. Giants, Dodgers. And how about the second series in this year, the Cubs for four? Cub, that's that's another good one. That's a big There'll one. There'll be a lot of Cubs fans, I'm who, sure, they are going to stay through spring training. Uh, the, the Saturday game? Who do you I think? think we're thinking Arietta and Granke. Yeah. If it lines up, there's a chance it could be Arietta Granke if you do the Where math the right open. now. But that's... That's they open to St. Louis on Sunday. No, night. they're in. I want to say Anaheim or Oakland. I think they're on the. Really? I think they're in interleague, and I think they're on the West Coast. Mm. I'm almost. That would almost make sense instead of sending them back east somewhere to, and then having to come back to Arizona. But if you want to get your regular single game tickets, and don't forget, look up the bobblehead days, and then buy if you want the bobbleheads. They're all in the new uniforms. There's a Goldie bobblehead. There's a Granky. There's a Pollock, and there's a Peralta bobblehead this year. Uh, buy tickets for those games. You can buy individual game tickets, all the big matchups. Buy a full season ticket plan, a half plan, a weekend season ticket plan. They have series plans, mini plans, so many options for you. This is the time to get on board and become a Diamondback season ticket holder. dbacks.com slash evolution for all the ticket info. Cubs open with the Angels on a Sunday. They play Monday and Tuesday. They're off on Wednesday, so there's a possibility that Grinky and Arietta may not match up. Yeah, it depends on off days yeah. and stuff. Because that first week is tricky because they build an extra off days after right. opening day. Right. By the way, if you go to dbacks.com slash evolution, you'll see the, the seating chart for Chase Field, and it gives you all the different prices for the different season ticket plans depending on where you might right. want to sit. So they really make it easy for yeah, you. You can do that at FanFest, too. Yeah, good point. Leo. Yeah, they'll have the... Uh, well, yeah, this select is, uh, a seat going on. You can see you can actually sit in the seat. He's not a rookie, Bert. He might be management material, Gov. This ain't my first rodeo, said the man in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, if we do move you up, you'll get a better office. Look at it that way. Probably not. But yeah, you know what? Good. I want to keep it real. <laughs> Remember your roots. All right. Don't forget, 2016 season opens up at home. Chase Field, April 4, against the Colorado Rockies. This is the fourth year in a row. This will be my fourth year. That, every year we've opened up at home. I'm on a nice streak here. We open at home and we close at home. Seems to be our thing. Which is great. Hmm. Don't we? Pretty Did much we close, close at, home? at home? Last year, yeah. The last, oh, last yeah. year we did. Yeah. It, against it, the Astros. It's, it's more often than not that we close in Phoenix. Yeah, there was one year, I think, in, yeah. in your first three years, I think there was one year we finished it. On the road, was there? Yeah, no. I think so. Well, doesn't matter. I know where we're finishing this year, and it's north of 84 and a half wins or whatever In October. Late uh, October. That's our 33rd show, Season 2, Episode 8. Follow us on the Twitter at D-Backs Podcast. Pictures of uh, David Peralta's tattoos. I know we forgot to mention that when we had David in here. We took a bunch of pictures of David's uh, unbelievable tattoo mm-hmm. he's got. So check uh, the Twitter at D-Backs Podcast, and you'll really get a close, detailed look at it. 
Uh, that's on there. News about upcoming guests. Videos of Leo in the restroom here. <laughs> you never know what's going to pop up on there. Yeah. Guests on D-Back's podcast receive our eternal gratitude. D-Back's podcast brought to you by Beverages by Hoffman, by Martin Paints, Martin Paints at Anches Paints, and Matzah's by Strites. For the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, the Earl of Grantham, the Governor Greg Schulte. yeah, And the Kingslayer, Leo Bad News Gilmartin. Yep. I'm Steve Berthium. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll talk to you again next week from Salt River Fields at Talking Sticks. So long, everybody. This has been another edition of D-Backs Podcast. The game is over. The Diamondbacks have got to win here. Thanks for listening. It's over. Go home. We'll see you soon at Chase Field for more D-Backs Baseball.